Welcome to the Round 6 Podcast, a weekly roundtable discussion featuring a variety of automotive subjects, interviews, special guests, and stories. Hosted by the Round 6 Gearheads, Brian Stubsky, Alex Welsh, and Brad King. Here on episode 35, the Gearheads are live from Camp Wanapainum at the SEMA show with Christina Franzeglia-Murray from PPG and Jeremy Sainer from Lucky Strike Designs. Welcome to the Round 6 Podcast. I'm Brian. I'm Alex. I'm Brad. And with us today, we have Christina... And Jeremy, both from PPG, and Jeremy also is from Lucky Strike. You may know him that way. Um, fantastic, phenomenal custom painter. Pleasure to have you both here. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Excited Thank to have you. you guys Thanks, with thanks us for having us. Camp uh, Wanna Paint Them. Where else would we be today? <laughs> this is the coolest better than all of SEMA. Hands oh, down. Thank you. Hands down. Every thank year. You. Every year you guys knock it out. And this uh, this is phenomenal. This is this is kind of why we wanted to talk to you. See, this is this is one of the booths right. we always look forward right. to going to. It's awesome. like, what is PPG doing? Seriously, yeah. it's like, yeah. what are they doing yeah. this year? Well, that's our yep. goal every year because um, mm-hmm. beginning when we started doing this, we would uh, try to get more advertising out there. And now the booth speaks for itself. So just like yourself, when you're saying we wait to see what PPG does every year, we have about 50% of the people that come through that will recite every booth that they love. And they'll tell us, oh, this can't be last year's. And so then they'll ask us, what are you doing for next year? So it's kind of fun to see all the booths that people remember. We had a lady and her husband stop by earlier today, and I was in the Good Guys Gazette. They um, had me in there, and the guy said, I have to take a picture with you because you're the celebrity. I'm like, I'm not a celebrity. I don't do anything. I just work for PPG. And he's like, as soon as I knew that you were the person that comes up with the booth designs, I have to take a picture with you. So he and his wife came and took a picture with me, and I was... But see, you are kind of a celebrity. Like, it, you yeah, truly are. We don't it's, yeah. think about it that yeah. way, but it's kind of fun to think that they have come every year. And her favorite booth was the Mardi Gras booth because she's from New Orleans. So she thought that was, you know, her favorite, and we will never top that. So, and we're fine with that. So, but it keeps oh. going. See, I didn't yeah. know what to expect. I, I look forward to it because this is my world. I mean, mm. these are my people here. Yeah. So it's like, okay, what's going to be over there? Yeah. But the camp thing, you go, okay, what is the camp thing? This is awesome. If you listen, you can hear the sound of running water and birds chirping. That's not Nate. That, that's what's in this booth. And yeah. I hope you smell the balsam fir. You do. I was going to say the, yeah. the pine smell walking. You, yes. you guys, every sense. Yeah. What what you really need is yeah. somebody to come by and like snap you with a towel, you know, any anything <laughs> like that. Would be awesome. I feel like there's a camp story involved. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that was one Save of our giveaways. Uh, by the company that, uh, the snapping uh, towel. Legal snapping is not allowed. We click it can, you know, it's a gentle world right now. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Whole other camp story. If somebody comes up and shows you a magazine they liberated from their dad's room, and yeah. Like, yeah, we'll save that for our therapy episode. Yeah. Um, so every year, how do you, how do you come up with the theme? How how far in advance are you thinking? You know about what? This? Usually, by the time we leave here, um, a group of us talk, and we kind of know what we're going to do the next year. We have some type of concept in mind, but we try to have something pretty much close to when we leave here in mind of what we're going to do because. When you get 40 artists, if you look at this board back here with a thank you to all the artists that we have here and we have companies involved, you have to give them time too because they're, they're getting cars ready for SEMA. Half our painters have cars here. They have um, work at home that they need to do at their own shops. And so what we like to do is start as far in advance as possible. So as we get closer, no one's stressed out. No one's really freaking right. out that they have to get stuff done for us. And then you know, when we collect all the different things for the booths, we were in um, discussions with the bike companies last year. We went to dinner with them when we left and said, hey, we're going to need some bikes. And so the cool thing is that we were forming a relationship with them because they were switching over to EHP, but they weren't sure if our waterborne was for them. So we had said, hey, we need some bikes. We'll help you with waterborne, and then you can show your work here. But finding the oars, deciding on the fish, deciding on all the parts and pieces, you have to start early or it will never, now, never come together. Now, see, she threw me right there. Who who starts SEMA early? Yeah, <laughs> that, would, that would be the celebrity. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who's organized? I mean, usually everybody's done stuff. You know, Tuesday before it's that week no. before. Obviously, you put some. You know, no, we're going to start a year ahead of time and get yeah. this stuff done. Well, the, the mm. thing is too is that as soon as we find a theme, um, we work with our photographer John Jackson who is our homeless chic person. And um, basically he knows <laughs> he everyone off well. in the industry. And he's traveling all year 
in his um, in his, his motor home. His motor home that Jeremy gosh. painted as well, which is another piece of nice. art. And so the cool thing is that once you know we know, I tell John, and then John is like our silent ammunition out there looking for things. So he'll just start sending me pictures all year long, and then that's how we build our database. But then we have customers sending things as well. And then we have the Riddler winner that always shows up the last yeah. few years, or the Amber <laughs> yeah. winner. So, yeah. so those are the cool things that happen. That is us. definitely stepping up the bar. We, we oh, like, oh yeah, they got Riddler cars in here. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, last few years we've been lucky that it's been you know PPG and and a couple years now with the Bell, the Builders. When we did the Mardi Gras booth, uh, Bobby Alloway was the winner. Yep. So that was featured up front, and then. Um, Cam um, Miller won a couple years ago. We didn't have a car here, but you know that was another battle of the builder. And so there's, you know, we have so many wonderful customers, and the list of cars is so long that it's, sometimes it's even hard for us to pick. So we have a committee of people. It's not just everyone thinks, oh, Christina's going to pick the car. There's yeah. a whole bunch of us that that look at it, and then we decide does it fit the theme? Does it fit the mood we're going for? Is it a winner? Um, is it a car that's going to generate a lot of attention? So we go through this whole gyration and then, and then say, as a committee, what are the three best picks for the car, for the for the booth? So. Outstanding. So, so do you have any like footage of uh, John Jackson on Instagram liberating some of your uh, decorations here from like an Applebee's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I can't wait till uh, he takes the bike I did yeah. for him out to the Utah desert with uh, with his wife and crash it into a cactus or, or something. <laughs> so, so I told him as long as he gets me pictures of it, he can do whatever after that. But um, everything you see here, we actually uh, researched on eBay or Amazon or. Um, our trade show company, one of the guys that used to work there, Jerry, um, great guy, he retired, and he found out that we were doing the camping theme, so he donated the squirrel and the bear, <laughs> uh, the skis, and a couple things from his own camping lodge, so he donated wow. a whole bunch of things. And then uh, Tom and Mitch Kelly, who's always part of the booth, uh, had this wonderful bear picture already painted. So they called us and said, hey, we got a picture of a bear now that we know what the theme is, and we have this great Coleman. Uh, um, yeah, oh, vintage. Yeah, 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 very nice. It just slipped yes. my mind. And he had the cooler. He's like, we're going to paint that too. You can paint whatever you want and bring it over because <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. And so they bring us a cooler, a picture of a bear. This is just all stuff they have hanging around. And if we asked more people, we probably could have had a ton more stuff here. From the Who, whose idea was it for the canoe? The canoe, I wanted the canoe because... Um, we volunteered our time as PPG people to a place called Flying Horse Farms, which is part of Paul Newman's um, outreach to the community where young kids go there as, um, if they're terminally ill and they go to summer camp there. And so a couple years ago, a colleague of mine whose uh, daughter, Emily Lewis, had passed away. Uh, PPG people went down to the camp to help paint the cafeteria. Wow. I got to paint the archery post. And um, as we're sitting there in the cafeteria getting ready for the day and just kind of reflecting on why we're there and going through the rules of the day, we actually sat in the cafeteria and there was this huge fireplace that looked exactly like this. I kept looking up and saying, wow, that's missing something. It's missing something. Like, they need a canoe. But going there that day to help out was the inspiration of why we're doing this today because it was a campsite. Oh, and, awesome. you know, grown-ups painting at a campsite for kids, we had to do a song and dance and it was just so much fun. And I thought, wow, how fun could this be? But um, call Jeremy, because he's my buddy. <laughs> Jeremy, I want a canoe painted. So he's like, yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, it very rarely do I ever tell Christina no. But, uh, you know, painting a canoe that's 13 feet long, I mean, it had to be metal flaked. And, you know, I, I call that Christina blue because it's uh, her favorite color. So, yeah. and, you know, I, I had to make sure it happened. So. We did a great job with that. I that's we awesome. walked, I was like... <laughs> Yeah. And I was yeah. I was hoping you did it. I didn't know. It's like, oh, Jeremy has something to do with yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. But when you walk in, it's the showpiece. I mean, you see all the cars and you yeah. walk in here. And so we just couldn't have a stuffed animal head or anything of that nature. It was the perfect place for a canoe. But finding a 13-foot canoe is virtually impossible. I didn't realize that they didn't exist. It was a Craigslist uh, special. Yes. It was so, a Craigslist. Yeah. And Jeremy awesome. picked it up and off he went. But the funny thing about that, he, he's texting. We're going back and forth one night. And he says, well, what do you want? And he does this awesome look with distressed paint. It looks beautiful. And I said, just distress it. He's like, this thing is really damaged. Like, distress it. No one will care. Put some numbers on it, you know, and just 
do what you want, Jeremy. Yeah. Way to go for listening to it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And I did the complete opposite yeah. of it. And, uh, you know, it's a woman talking. I'm not yeah, going to listen yeah, to her. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, I was like, uh, well, I actually had a whole bunch of paint left over that I had to use up. So I was like, yeah, we'll just spend three weeks in body work and it'll be fine. Yeah. So. Three weeks in body So I famous last words, Jeremy, do whatever you want. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he sends me videos. I'm like, holy yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what yeah. a canoe. I'm like, this is better than I could ever imagine it be. But, you know, that's what happens with this whole booth is that once we know what we're doing, whether it's the paddles, fish, we've painted all kinds of things, we send out a note to all of our painters that want to contribute, and we just give them some thoughts on what we're looking for. But basically, we said, you know, what's ever in your mind, that's what we want to see at the end of the day. And this is what they come back with is all this artistry and it blows everyone away every year as to how they get it done but the cool thing is that it, it's all done with ppg paint but look at all the different like artistry the yeah. effects that happen oh, and then you can look at certain things you know exactly who painted them by the style like ryan Corrick, you know that those are basically his lines and how he does his flames and then you know you'll get something from someone else um Cam Miller, he took his fish and had to add all this metal work to it because I just can't get anything standard back from him. It's going to be added features going on to the whole thing. So that's that's the fun part is that you'll look at and you know exactly who ended up doing that that piece of artwork. So year to year, as the themes change, and your your work is featured prominently every year, have you had one particular theme that was harder? For you to come up with a concept for? Um, I would say some themes are a little bit easier than other. Like the, the Halloween theme was, was kind of real easy because all of us, I think, like to paint skulls and angry clowns and yeah. stuff like that. But, um, you know, I mean, uh, Christina... Although he's afraid of angry clowns. So I, I am, yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird, weird sickness that I have. It must have been scarred as the a child or something. The theme was horrible for Jeremy. Yeah, he yeah. hated it. We'll bring yeah. you back for the therapy episode. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Send, send him the DVD It for his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah my, my wife made me watch that that It movie when it came out whenever uh, the Halloween theme was to get inspired. I was like, oh, that's great. Now, now I won't sleep for a week. That's right. But, um, you know, some themes are, are obviously easier than others. Um, you know, but one of the, my big things is Christina really lets me do pretty much whatever, you know, I feel like. And uh, a lot of times as, a, as an artist, you know, you have a customer that says do whatever. Usually they get uh, get the best work. But uh, what usually is the biggest challenge is whenever Christina says, hey, I have a set of roller skates for you to paint. <laughs> and then you kind of look at it and go, I've never painted a set of roller skates, so we'll see how this goes. And uh, a lot of times it's kind of spray and pray and, you know, turns out great. Out. That's a good way to yeah, put it, spray and pray. Spray, spray, spray and pray. That's a good, we have to put so. on a t-shirt. That's, that's, that's great. That's, <laughs> we a, that's the, a great way to put it. Maybe we do yep. a church theme one year. Next yeah, there we go. Next year's theme is going to get really see, weird, yeah. speaking of the therapy episode. This is how a theme comes about. You said something. Spray and, and pray. I like that. I feel like we will offend people that year. No, we'll dress up as angels and devils. And that'll be the last year for PBG. So, have you had a, a theme that's been your favorite to paint for? Um, my my no, my personal favorite one was probably the uh, the toy store, just because of the, oh. the amount of color that was there. I love that booth. Um, yeah, that, I that still was, talk about that booth. Fun. Yeah, that that was a good one. I mean, and that was the year for uh, the roller skates. I did a big giant surfboard, a uh, bunch of you did know, the pedal cars. Yeah, yeah. pedal cars. Yeah, I had a couple pedal cars that, yeah, uh, yeah. that we've done. Right. You had, a, um, you, had, you had a boat sitting out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the year for the boat. And uh, I'm trying to think of the other cars. We that turned were in Bobby Alloway's car into a. Uh, Oh, yeah, the Hot, hot, hot Wheels, Wheels car. Well, not Hot Wheels, but yeah, the little black Porsche. Yeah, 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 that uh, 356, I think, yeah, is what right. it was. Well, see, what was cool about that deal was I walked over here, the, the boat that Billy B. Billy B. had painted the boat. That was yep. I pinned mm-hmm. that. Okay, gotcha. So, no we, we kind well, of say, I'm in part of your booth. Wow, it yeah. goes really far then. Yeah. That's awesome. Kind of cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. I walked in and hey, I did this boat. We had so, motorcycles yep. that year. Yeah. Motorcycles that year. Yep, yeah, there was a bunch of color. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. It was fun. That was a fun one because um, that was the first time we enclosed the whole booth. And we were a little bit worried because we get so much traffic. And I was worried, how are people going to get into the booth? Are they going to get trapped? Are we going to be a, you know, a fire hazard? And then it ended up working out really well that it was kind of um, its own little private room. And people were coming in. And we all brought games that we used to play with from back home. And um, I stole my stepdaughter's uh, 
stuffed animals and half of her Barbies and crossbows <laughs> and took anything that was in the toy room basically got shipped out at that point in time. So, so it was fun. It was fun to do that. So one. what was your favorite year, Christina? Oh I've never gosh. got to ask you that. What's your favorite year from SEMA? They're like your kids. They're all your favorite. There's not one that... Uh... Oh, there's always a which favorite. One do you love yeah, the, yeah, which one do you yeah. love the most? They're... Yeah, right. Yeah. And, and uh, my kids, you know which one I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. there, there's a key in there. Uh, you know, they're, they're all fantastic for different reasons. And, you know, the reason why we picked the theme is because it's, you know, it's, it's just something fun. So I don't know if I have a definite favorite. I thought um, the funniest one was whenever we decided to go uh, do the uh, cowboy theme booth. I'm not sure if you guys remember oh, that yeah. one. Yeah, the Western. And I had asked everyone to dress up like either cowboys and Indians. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's asking us to dress up again. Like the complaining, the amount of complaining on that one was so high until the day we all dressed up and we had the most fun that day. It awesome. was it was crazy fun. We had yep. Indians, we had showgirls, we had cowboys here, and then they all became little kids. And so I think that's the coolest thing is that once we our costume day every day, everyone becomes a little kid. Yeah, and it's so well, much fun. I, I don't know. The last couple of days we were in here, I, uh, I I thought it was kind of dangerous. It was like little kids around here when you said, "Oh, you guys get a whistle." Oh yeah. Who thought yeah. that one? Yeah. Yeah. And the little camp hats <laughs> yeah. too. Everybody yeah. had the camp hats. Camp hats. Yeah. We get a whistle. Walking around blowing the whistle. Hey. Yeah. As soon as we all show up, we instantly three year olds blowing whistles <laughs> in each other's faces. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Well, the yeah. fun year was um. Well, the Toy Story all dressed up like uh, Where's Waldo. Yeah, Where's that Waldo. Day. And um, so we're all walking around here with the glasses and the beanies and the, yeah. and the shirts, and people are just cracking up the whole time. But, you know, paint's fun, and if you can't have fun with it, then there's no sense being part of this industry. And so that's what we try to do is have fun with what we do, because it can get serious at times. And, you know, you got to remember at the end of the day that this all helps you be creative, and it helps you experience um, something in a different way. And that's why we do the booth, because people experience color in different ways. And uh, what our painters really help us to do is help visualize how you can use color. And so I can show you a color card, but it doesn't mean anything. I can have these spinners here, it doesn't mean anything. But when you see that bike with 12 colors on it, then you can visualize how yep. it can all come together. Yep. Or you see, you know, that paddle and it has some great wood artwork on there. Like, how do they achieve that? How do they get that effect? And so we want them to know that you can do so many things with our paint. It's not just straight basic colors. There's so much that can be done. Pinstriping portraits uh, it's just amazing what can be done with all of it yep so speaking of that i probably could go i wanted to go a number of different ways off of this um sure. let's start let's just go with the product first because we're right there this year what is the number one product you guys are what's your newest product that you're pushing this um year? really i mean we're, we're really really pushing on the uh the waterborne and envirobase um you know i mean it's pretty much our number one selling uh paint line for the collision industry but even like for me as a custom painter i mean my last sema truck that we did last year was 100 percent envirobase so i mean it's uh, again like christina said you know it's showing people that yeah i can fix a dent with it and you know be in a collision shop all day banging dents and blending color but you know you can still make custom colors you know use it on a custom vehicle and uh, still have a great success and a great finish with it and um you know a lot of those products are easy to use they're easy to spray and again I, I get the same beautiful colors as if it was a solvent paint job and a lot of people I, I think don't realize that especially in the custom business yeah. that it's you know new technology that's geared towards collision but I mean like John Jackson's bike I mean that's all water-based paint on them. and um, you know it's one of those things that you know it's kind of cool to, to see guys really see that and uh, you know whenever I tell them that it's all water-based and environment-based they kind of wow that's that's crazy I would never put that on a bicycle well again it's new technology that maybe some people might be a little, you know, not scared, but maybe intimidated by. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, seeing it in person and, and hopefully getting videos of John Jackson flying through the desert with it, um, you know, kind of proved to everybody that it's, uh, you know, the same and works just as good, if not better. Awesome. So in the past, did you move from standard, you know, previous technology on paint into the waterborne paint? Uh, I did. I mean, I, I started with spraying DBU in a collision shop, went to DBC, went to Envirobase. Um, so, I mean, really, uh, I got to kind of travel with the whole progression, um, right you know, doing collision work and custom. So it uh, was kind of a crazy journey. Uh, I actually have a sales trainee who uh, was at a jobber store and sent me a picture of an old can of paint. And it was whenever I first started in the business, and she made me feel super old. And uh, you know, it was uh, it was kind of funny now that uh, seeing the, the the distance that we've come as a as a paint company and the technology that's gone into it, that's uh, just almost gone crazy. So awesome! Did you find that transition like fairly easy? Because I mean, like you said, you went kind of in stages, so you sort of moved along with it. Yeah, 
Um, I, I thought the, the transition was easy, but I'm, I'm a kind of a painter that's open-minded. I mean, being a custom guy, I mean, you know, we can all attest to having that difficulty that, you know, paint doesn't go right and, hey, I got to try to fix this. And, uh, you know, a lot of painters kind of fall into, uh, I know what works and they don't want to change. Right. And, um, you know, that's the, the kind of thing of the unknown is, you know, well, what's it going to do to my bottom line? What's it going to do to my cycle times? You know, can I do this that I used to do with this product line? So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that I didn't see that because I'm a very, very open-minded guy just because if I got to paint something and it does fail or I do have a struggle, how do I get it fixed the easiest way and the quickest? And um, again, I see a lot of painters that kind of fall into that. Well, it worked for 30 years. Yeah. Why isn't it working with new technology? Well, yes, you got to change with the times. Still out right. back mashing their own pigment out of <laughs> yeah, leaves yeah, exactly. and stuff. That's, yeah, my, yeah, my grandfather was would hot plate enamels, and you know that's that's real smart. You put it on a you know hot stove, and it's like, Grandpa, is that flammable? Ah, it's all right. You're, yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're you're good. You know, as he's smoking like a Marlboro Red and paint like the side of a truck. It's like, this is flames. Wow, how have I not died in this business? So. I'm still waiting for you guys to come out with like a millennial brand paint. You know, something where like, um, let's see, your, your, your cure times are based purely on you know how many posts you can make to Facebook, <laughs> or Instagram. Smells like, like pumpkin yeah. spice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, the old painters used to do it based on how many cigarettes they could smoke. Now yeah. it's how many Instagram likes there they can right. So same thing. It's exactly. Just a different generation. <laughs> yep. When we came in on. Uh, Tuesday morning when he first started up, we immediately walked into the booth and walked over to this black F-100 sitting here. Couldn't help but, you know, stare at the truck. The truck was absolutely gorgeous. And then we started to learn a little bit about the truck. How Dustin and, and his father, Pat, uh, Dustin uh, got this truck, I believe, when he was 14? 13, I'm, I'm, yeah, 13. Okay. And, and a lot of this build is his own. Yeah. Yep. And that paint is, you guys could probably tell, I think the paint is. It's a single stage DCC But concept. the age of it. It's not something that was sprayed last yeah. week. Yeah. 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 I think we said it was 14, painted in. 14 or 14 years now. Yeah. Yep. So I think that's pretty amazing when you can get a young builder like that to bring a vehicle in that he's owned since he was 13 or 14 mm -hmm. with a paint job that's that old and still looks that nice. Mm -hmm. That paint job is phenomenal. Yeah. You guys aren't just going to put any car in your booth. It has to be pretty special. And so we started to learn a little bit about the family. And, and there's some ties that uh, I have with them because they live really close to where I was born and raised. And, and my, younger my younger brother actually works with Pat. I never knew it. Oh, so yeah. it's this, you know, world becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. So, but we were really blown away by uh, the talent that they had. And we just absolutely oh, loved that truck. It's a beautiful truck. And that's a testament to Deltron and how wonderful it is. Good old and, Deltron. And, you know, even though we have Waterborne. Deltron's yeah. still the number one selling yeah. solvent bring it out there. It has yep. a history of its own. Right. And so, you know, whenever we saw the truck, it fit the theme, and they'd submitted it, and we were in Columbus, good guys, yep. actually. And um, that was one of those trucks, too, where we had pictures of it. They were submitted, and everyone thought, wow, that's just a beautiful-looking truck, and the lines are perfect, and it looks great. And it's beautiful. And, and it still just, looks amazing oh, for yeah. being as old as it is. It's yeah. an amazing yeah. truck. Yeah, absolutely. It looks, it looks yeah. great. And he let us put a picnic basket on his front yeah, seat. Yeah, so, so I mean, really important. There's yeah. some criteria you have to. That would have been the breaker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Can we can we put modified. a pile of wood in the bed? <laughs> yeah. Big old pile of gravel. We had a cool. casket the one year, and Jeff Matouche oh, yeah. uh, brought his truck whenever we did the uh, country western thing. We had a casket uh, painted by Randy Bortring at Paint House. A customer had asked him to paint a casket, and then when he passed away, his family refused to use it. So he had called us and said, hey, I have this casket. Can you use it for your uh, country western theme? So we put a, a skeleton in there. But at first we tried to put it in one of our other trainers' uh, vehicles that were in our booth. It was a truck, and he nearly had a heart attack. Yeah. We were trying to get it in there. So it, it got would have been awesome. The See, I, I would have been, you'd have been going, oh, let's do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's strap it to the roof. Man. Or Jeff. Jeff was Before having a trust. heart attack. Yeah. So, uh, but it all worked out. We figured it out and, yep. and everything. But that's awesome. Yeah. Why wouldn't you trust the paint company to put something in your truck? If anybody's going to respect what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, 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 and Jeff's truck, I mean, to, to kind of have his back, is it was very similar to that one where he was working on it for 20 years. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, it was, understood. It, it, was, it was pretty crazy yeah, done. I mean, it was to perfection. So. Yeah. So as far as now going back to the booth, I don't want to linger too much, but we're here, and I, I have to ask um, – is it kind of a team building exercise for for you guys yeah. around the office? In fact, we had like a team dinner last night for everyone that yep. really um, participated and helped out. So, um, besides myself, there's my team that helps with the social media piece, and then um, another team member, Cindy. She's been stepping up on the details part of it because, like I said, we start a year in advance. 
And so it's just a lot of work to get everyone to respond and get together, get all the parts and pieces together. So we have other team members helping there, getting arrangements for the show. But we do have to thank Luparelli Design Display. They are the display house that we work with in um, Brunswick, Ohio. So typically um, I'll send an email or, or we'll uh, have a conversation here and then we'll get together and they get just as excited as I do and it's fun for them because not all other clients do things of this nature. It might be a standard booth and so this lets them show their creative side and then um, when we get together the meetings are always fun to kind of talk about what we're going to do and what we're going to try and we make modifications along the way. This isn't right. Let's add that. We want different flooring and they come back with great ideas as well. So it's, it's definitely a team effort and then without our painters and our training department, um, without them this wouldn't happen either because, you know, Jeremy's always poking me and saying, what do you got? What do you yeah. got? I got time. What do you got? Give me something now yeah. while I have downtime. And, and you know, it's great because um, we have a team of people that help vote on what goes in here. We have a team of people that will paint all the extras. We have a team of painters on the outside that volunteer every year. Then we work with our product management team to say, you know, what products do you want to highlight? We have our color solutions team here and we're highlighting some of our um, new software, color software on that side. So we meet as a group before we come out here and say, okay, what do we need to focus on? And, and so there is a whole group that helps us do that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It'd be pretty crazy if I had to paint everything here. Yeah, we would I mean, do that. Yeah, too. yeah. You have no arms left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so how is Lucky Strike doing? Are you guys keeping busy? Yeah, yeah. It's been uh, been a great year. Um, you know, this is actually the first SEMA that I didn't have any major projects, which was kind of great. It was, uh, you know, got to see my wife every day. Uh, it was working. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's like I walked home. It's like eight o'clock in the uh, the evening. It's like, do I do I hug you now? This is kind of weird <laughs> for me at SEMA time. But um, no, it's uh, been been great and. Um, you know, have a bunch of cool projects coming out this year and uh, try to see about, uh, you know, getting Christina to let me bring something next year possibly. So, always. Yeah, exactly. Always. I got my end. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. How many different theme booths have you had total so far? Oh, gosh. I think it's been 11. So, you're almost to the point where you could put out a calendar. Probably. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, look at you over there, marketing I'm genius. Yeah, we're going to try that. He's. he's pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's possibly 11. I'll have to go back and count because all of a sudden they all start blending together. But I, yeah, that's a great now, idea. See, there you, there you go. 11 months there you of go that for one cheesecake photo, Jeremy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. If next if next year's are <laughs> 12, there's something to have for, for SEMA as your yeah. calendar great from your idea. past from your Okay, past guys, you gave me a great idea. Yeah. And, and then I'm we can get the dad bod painters going. Yeah, you guys get all the credit for that one. That'd be fun. That'll be fun. And hopefully it continues on as long as PPG allows us to do this. There's been a couple years where the first year, whenever um, we did to get Funky Booth, that's the one that started it all. And it was the 70s theme booth. I'm not sure if you guys remember that one. No. But um, Austin Powers was kind of big with all the, you know, the movies right. that were coming yep. out. And, you know, that's what really kicked us all off was that I had come to see those my first time here. I went to all the booths and you know, just walked around I, and I said, you know, we have all these great colors, but just putting them on a, on a wall is not going to really show what they can do at the end of the day. So at the time, um, I had said, you know, I think we just really need to be different and try something different. That's when we did the Get Funky with PPG booth, but it was originally Get Funked Up with PPG. And, and my oh, vice president said, nice. That's that's you're awesome. a walking liability. So, so what happens is that you start so far out there, then you end up with what right. you really need yeah, is right. Get Funky with PPG. But that was our 70s theme booth, and we had a dress up, and we gave out tie-dye t-shirts that said the theme on it. and. We had furniture and people were taking pictures in the booth. They broke the furniture. We had to reorder the furniture from the display <laughs> oh, no. company. Yeah. Um, and then that's what kind of started the whole thing. We had people wrapped around the booth to try to get in and take pictures and, and get t-shirts. And then Motor Trend Magazine that year had voted us um, amongst the cars that they look at. One of the things you really had to go take a look at. Wow, so we're like, and so it's not just wow. us. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, you can well, tell see, by the crowds in the this booth. This is That's... this is cool because this is a trade show. It's a professional. It's it's it's. Yeah. Some people don't take it as professional as they should, mm -hmm. but but it's that kind of play. But you still keep it fun. It's always yeah. fun. We know we're going to come over here. And it's going to be something yeah. fun. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is probably what makes it popular. Yeah, and I think you know yeah. the other thing is that at PPG we're a family, um, and I think our painters feel like they're 
part of our family, like that crazy guy, Charlie Hutton, over there yeah. dancing around. <laughs> it's alive, yes. And um, I think that's that's what this does is because, you know, when you have painters that come up and say, hey, can I have you know, something of mine in there next year? And that's what started to happen was that everyone wanted to be part of this. Yep. And um, that was the greatest thing because it's not us just putting up a display. It's us putting up a display with our family. It's, you know, people like Jeremy. It's the painters out there that use our product that want to be part of this and show off what they do and their creativity. And if we can give, you know, builders like Dustin a chance, right? Right. You, right. He can have his, his car anywhere, his truck anywhere, but he puts it here and he gets a lot of attention. And so that's what we hope for at the end of the day is to give them a chance because they, they took a chance and they're using us. So we want to take a chance and make sure that they're getting the notoriety that they deserve for the work that they do. So it's really about the community, and that's what we also try to stress, so that when our when our um, customers come here in here, they feel like they're part of this. So when they walk away, they can say, "Yeah, that's that's the paint that I use at the end of the day. You know, that's the, that's the company that I use." And so, and we get that all the time. They're like, "This is my stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, this is your stuff at the end of the day." And that's that's what really makes us happy. It's not that we yeah. have this booth and we like to show off, and that's not the case at all. It's about having fun and really showcasing the people that we that we work with and giving them a shot at all this as well. And I, I find it amusing whenever the competitive companies also come in with all their people and they just kind of go, oh, this is so awesome. Yeah, that's You know, fun. it's always great that's whenever the, the people that you compete with, you know, have the respect to, yeah, to enjoy our booth as well. So, right on. But what I find so much fun about this booth is it's like a, a custom painter and painter's reunion every year. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody from oh, all over the country percent. and all over the world, everybody oh, rolls yeah. up. And it's like you don't percent. see these people, but you nope. see them every November. And that's yep. part of our family. And it's great. Everybody gets to see each other and say hi and yep. and kind of network a little bit amongst themselves. And it's it's a lot of fun. Oh, definitely. Yep. And we, yeah. we hear that all the time where people are like, I'll see you at the booth. That's you right. Know, and they'll know Instagram yep. and I'll see you at the booth. Or what, what are you guys doing? I couldn't make it this year, but my paddle's here. Or... My fish is hanging. You know, thank you so much. You, you know, you made me part of you know what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. And that, I think that's the greatest thing yeah. that we can really say. You can have the greatest paint in the world, but we have the greatest painters in the world. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that's yeah. that's the. It's a family. Well, there's your family analogy. There it yeah. is, right yeah, there. It's... A thousand percent. And and without them, you know, you can have barrels of paint, but if, if they're not using it or not loving it, then this is all for naught at the end of the day. So this is kind of in in honor or homage of of, of what they do. You know, and we're just we just give them the platform to display it. So that's kind of the way we ultimately think about it. Super. Yeah. So. Outstanding. Yeah. yeah. It, it really t- it does become kind of a who's who of custom painters here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and we got a long list of talented people and artists that yep. that use our our paint. And I will tell you, we probably have some of the most humble painters, and um, a few of them came here and showed us their awards. And they're like, look at my award. We couldn't have done this without you. I'm like, we didn't do anything. We supplied the paint. But you you did the work. You yeah. did the work. You're the ones who were there day and night toiling and, and getting this done and bringing it here. And it's great when they come here with their awards and thank us. And right. I, I think that's the coolest thing. That, yeah, because I'd, I'd like to know how many GM, Ford, oh, uh, you know, SEMA awards. I mean, it's it's been great for us. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you walk around and see customers of ours, and, you know, they have their GM award sitting next to their car, and on their sign it says, you know, painted with a PPG. It definitely uh, definitely makes you feel good. Yeah. And, and the crazy thing, we talked about millennials. These are young guys and yeah. gals doing this, which is really cool because, yeah. you know, they're the next generation here. I mean, the young gentleman that helped with the Riddler with his dad. I mean, this young guy just got, you know, honored for, for his work on this. I had to talk to a whole bunch of young guns that came in here the other day. And um, I said, I hope this booth inspires you to keep doing what you're doing and to do more and to see all the opportunities that are in this industry because... You know, we're getting older. Yeah. I don't want to admit it, but um, you know, and <laughs> yeah. eventually you have to have a group coming behind you. And so, if we can inspire them to be part of this industry, we hope that we do that as well. And so, you know, that's part of also why why we try to have fun is to let them know it's not a old stodgy business. It's uh, you know, boring. Yeah. You know, it can be really fun. Yeah, it can yeah. be. Yeah. You just got to decide who's going to bring the fun to it. So. That's right. Well, well they have you, so yeah, it's not going to end for a while. Yeah. As, as well, long when as I started, I was 21 years old, and I, I came straight out of college. The only thing I wanted to do with paint is name the colors. <laughs> I didn't want to have anything to do with yeah. it. Like, but it was back to that liability thing, I feel. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> know anything about paint. Oh, what are some that didn't make it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I didn't know anything about it. But I had a great boss, and his name was Dave Chapman, and he said, you know, Christina, you can sell or market something you love, 
But how about something you don't have any interest in and really market that and, and sell that? And if you can do that, then you've really made something of yourself. And I think it was just telling me that so I wouldn't leave. But, um, and then he always said too, and I don't know if we'll keep this, he's like, you know, paint can be sexy. And I don't mean like in a sexual way, a touristy no. way, but he's like, paint can be sexy. And what he was trying to say is paint can be fun. It's just what do you bring to it at the end of the day? He's like, you have to challenge yourself to decide what you're going to bring to this to this marketplace. And then once I started thinking about that, I'm like, oh, that's true. You know, you can market anything, but try to market something that you might not be as attached to as you know someone like Jeremy is and see what, what you can do. And then that's when you start loving it. And that's when you start seeing the possibilities when they're whenever you get you look past yourself and that was you know 25 years ago for me and I'm still here and I was you know one of those young people that came into this industry and thought I don't know if I belong here but the great thing is that everyone was embracing and and they said come on in and I think that's the greatest thing that we can do going forward is to embrace everyone coming in and, and say yeah. that you can do this too and you can be part of all of it and she's never allowed to retire ever I mean <laughs> no, it's I just gonna say yeah. yeah you you can't you're a fixture now you can't possibly uh, leave I'm going to consult. That's the yeah. thing you do, right? She'll be a yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. consultant. From home. Now, yeah. Right? Yeah. You too can have this for a small fee. <laughs> I love this. So you, you know, you when you first got into this, you weren't sure it's like, can I do this? Now you yeah. can't, You probably can't imagine doing anything else. This is your life, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, you know, the way I think of it is that um, if I inspire someone to do something at the end of the day, whether it's paint something or I um, have a lot of young females that I talk to and mentor, um, we have a lady, Teresa, that paints stuff for us. and she's on fire and you know we get a chance to meet up here every year and if you can inspire a young person male female anybody older person i don't care um then you're really doing your job um it's great to have a wonderful booth but if you can inspire people and get them excited and want them to be part of this industry that's ultimately what we're trying to do here and um if i if i've done that to one person then I've completed my job here i've seen that that's happening so. I know, she inspires me to paint all kinds of stuff so no, you it's all the crazy food loops and stuff you're uh, doing and, uh, yeah, and coming I mean, up with it, these designs. It could be. So Because trying to impress her is extremely difficult. No. I and I can't imagine. Uh, I mean you're surrounded you have that much talent in your pool to choose from. Yeah, she's yeah. she's raised a you've raised a level. It, it is what it is. You can't you can't deny that fact. The level has been I don't believe yeah. I raised up. it. I think I think it was always there and sometimes you just need um, the primer to get it all stirred together and, and, and get it directed. So the, the talent's terms. there. Yeah. Speaking of, you you said that, done. I got that. Yeah. Mix, so primer, uh, yeah, like, and it's nice. there. It is there. It's the high build the primer. Surface. High build primer. <laughs> but you know, I think the thing is that sometimes um, in our jobs, we get so caught up in the day-to-day -day and everything else that you forget um, what you're really here for and what it's really all about and that you know, we also have to think about the future, whether it's environmentally safe products like EHP and Aquabase Plus, but you also have to think about who we need to bring into this industry. So if we inspire people and we bring them to the party, then all the better. And we just hope that they choose PPG at the end of the day. Thank you for that. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, some great advice. So real quick, if, if you were looking for a young person to come into this industry mm -hmm. uh, and you could give them any advice moving forward, like, yeah. you know, coming in. What would be the piece of advice you'd give you know, them if I they wanted the to follow your footsteps? This, and I'll say it again, is that um, when I came in, I was so scared. I was so scared of everything. I'm like, I can't teach anyone anything. I don't know anything about paint. And um, my boss had always said, Christina, always be inquisitive. Always ask questions. Be yourself. Don't try to be like everybody else. Because once you try to be like someone else, then you lose who you are. He's like, you need diverse, different people to come together to help, creating, to help create something better. If you only look for the people that are like yourself, you don't grow, the business doesn't grow, we don't grow. And so what I told the young guns is always ask questions, don't be afraid to make mistakes. You belong here just as much as anyone else and, and just you know dedicate yourself to learning. And then this is what happens. Yeah. You know, you get a chance to, you know, be who you are. I mean my background's marketing, so why would a paint company hire me as a sales representative? You know, and why not? And so then, you know, they kept me for some reason, who knows why. And then, you know, finally I got to where my specialty was, which is marketing and communications. But I had learned so much about product and learned about sales and learned about what's important to the painters, what's important to the customers that when you come here, you understand all those passions. And so you can put it together. 
but if you're going to come from a marketing background and just step into a role, it's going to be really difficult for you. And so that's where this comes from is that underneath all this, there's that family, there's the passion, there's the people that are driven. And it really, you know, at the end of the day, if you're walking in, just ask questions. You're going to make mistakes. We have, That's why we have people like Jeremy. He's, he's one of our top trainers. And so he trains how many classes? Uh, I mean, usually about 500, you know, to 600 every year and train anywhere from about eight to a thousand people. Wow. So, I mean, but, you know, and Christina brought up, you know, the word that I use a lot with my apprentice that I have at Lucky Strike Designs is, you know, I can't teach passion. I can no. teach technical, no. right. and no. I can teach you how to use the product, but yep. if you don't have the passion to put in the time, put in the hours, you know, learn the craft, whatever it may be, you know, nobody can teach you that. And and that's the, the difficult thing is I think a lot of the, the young people, you know, they don't know what their passion is necessarily, yep. or, you know, maybe they're, you know, again, not surrounded by the cars or the bikes like I was whenever I was young, and it got me that passion with my grandfather. Um, you know, and then that's the hard thing is, you know, this business will be around forever, you know, as long as, you know, there's cars to be driven and people driving them. I mean, it's crashing it's a great them. living. Yeah, crashing. Them. Crashes. Quite frankly, I'm waiting for the autonomous cars to start crashing into yes. each other. But, um, we you know, Mother Nature. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, people can't drive in, you know, darkness or rain. So, but, um, you know, I think the this industry is, is a great one to be in. And I mean, there's money to be made. There's, I mean, a million opportunities. And, Definitely. you know, it's it's one of those things that you don't have to paint a car. Maybe your passion is painting, you know, speedboats or bicycles for, right. you or know, selling. a company. You or, yeah, or, or giant canoes. Yeah, yeah giant <laughs> canoes. So, I mean, that's and that's the thing is, you know, I think the the colleges nowadays, you know, they're pushing a lot of the technical stuff, a lot of the liberal arts, whatever. And they're not pushing the trades, in my opinion. Right. You know, where there's, totally there right. are other opportunities. Yes. Right. You know, and for me, I, I did not go to a four-year college. I mean, I had no desire to do any of that because I like working with my hands a lot more. And, um, you know, nowadays everybody wants to go to a four-year college and, you know, party or, you know, whatever and hope you get a degree at the end of it. And, uh, you know, what do you do after that? Right. And I have a ton of good friends that I grew up with building cars and racing motorcycles that went to college for a certain degree and they're not even in the field. Right. And, um, you know, for me got in the business and I'll be in this business until I leave the earth. But the cool thing, like you have uh, Dustin that built a Ford, um, he went to school to become a mechanical engineer and then he came out and said, you know what, I still want to build trucks and, and cars. And so when we were talking at dinner, I said, well, does the mechanical engineering degree help you? And he said, oh, definitely, because when he builds something, um, he has the capability of doing something once versus trying and trying again because right. of that, you know, having that mechanical skill set. But his wife is an electrical engineer. Oh, wow. So I said, oh, wow. does she help on the other side? He's like, I still her computer and some of her uh, <laughs> her programs to help with the electrical side of things. And so I'm like, that's kind of cool. You know, he went to school, but he said, you know, when he builds something, he looks at it differently yeah. because of his mechanical engineering background. So I think that's even great because yep. he did go get the degree and he came back and said, you know, I, I want to come back into the industry and I want to do something. I want to use my degree. And I thought that was kind of cool. So Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know his wife was an electrical engineer. Yeah. Can you imagine what their baby's going to oh, end up? Oh, my Wow. Gonna, they're having a baby, so they're, oh. they're pregnant. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Congratulate him. Um, I was going to say, you know, you had mentioned a lot of people go through a four-year school. They come out and they don't go into that field. And I think that's why... I think it, it goes back to that thing where a lot of people get pushed into that mm. and they want to work with their hands. I think that's why you see a lot of people end up doing things like, oh, I make artisanal breads, yeah. you know, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It's like, well, what, what did you go to school for? It's like, I went to school for law. Yeah. And they've got this great degree or, you know, neuroscience or something like that. And some yeah. guy, is, you know, just decides he's going to make cupcakes. Well, I think, yeah. like, at one point in time, like, uh, you had to get your high school um, diploma. And then, then it's like, then you have to get your four-year degree. Now you have to get your master's. And I, and I think what we've forgotten is that there's other work in this world that needs to be done. Right. And it, and um, people think it's the dirty work or, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that kind of stuff. I just, you know, it's, it's too much effort. But there's so many opportunities that people are missing out on. And um, if we don't open their eyes to these opportunities or, or let them know what, what's, what's available, then, you know, shame on us. And um, we just have to, I think, do a better job with technical colleges and even high schools to get the word out there to say, you know, not everyone's cut out for college. Yep, right. And um, we have people like Jeremy who are great with their hands and have great minds, but they're not going to sit in a classroom. And that's okay. It, it's perfectly fine. But there's other things that they can be doing, and we have to stop looking down on the industry yep. and saying, oh, you know, 
I don't want to go there. You know, that's dirty. No, yeah, it's right. not dirty. I remained here. And... Yeah, my, my grandmother cried whenever I told her I was going to be a full-time production painter because she thought I was going to be, you know, covered in tattoos, addicted to cocaine, you know, body well, work was still... Tattoos, yeah, I, I do have tattoos. I mean, that, 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 that box mark definitely was checked. But, um, you know, it, it still had that stigma of, you know, that's where you go if you're uneducated. That's right. where you go yeah, if you're, that's the wrong, you know, in a, in a bad spot in your life. And, and I think that's where, again, my grandmother... You know, was that you got to go to four-year college and become something yeah, with your life? Right. And I mean, this this business has afforded me a ton of stuff in my career that you know I would have never got unless I was in that you know shop situation and learning the ropes and all that. Yeah. I mean, I knew if I was going to go into a four-year college, I'd have either alcoholism or a child or both. And <laughs> um, you know, for me, it was going to the trades and start working. And I don't have you know a million dollars in student debt or any of yeah, that. And, yeah. You know, I'm, exactly. I'm making a career out of it and, and enjoying what I'm doing. That the kind of epitomizes self-made. So yeah. that that's yeah. that's outstanding. Yep, absolutely. Good on you. Yeah, I'm mean, I'm just trying to make it in the big world. So, well, also I I can't say thank you guys enough. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm so glad getting... that you guys came by and oh, like what? No, yeah. We should go toast some marshmallows now, right? Exactly. Fire burning behind us. Forgot the, we got, I didn't bring the s'mores. The s'mores. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we could probably track down like some s'mores, pop tarts, or something. Kind of has the same That's feel. right. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah. you have to come back next year. So we can oh, do this again. This was Guaranteed. fun. This was a lot of fun. Guaranteed. Please come back. Love we'll to you back. Might not have the fireplace, but we'll have something here yeah. for you. We'll come back right? for the big calendar reveal. That's oh, right. Exactly. Calendar reveal. Yeah. I yeah. What, what we're going to do, too, is have all of like, the different painter every month as like a you know fireman, maybe. Or, you know, the dad bod issue. Dad bod. I think that's going to be. Painter's calendar. The painters of PPG SEMA. Nice. That's a great idea. It's going to get weird. It's, of course, it's going to get weird. <laughs> it's going to be pretty. Yeah, exactly. It would be fun otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys. Very, thank, thank you guys. so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. It was, it was, it was, was I, I believe, our pleasure. It was, it was yeah, definitely fun. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. So. We're excited that you guys stopped by and you liked the booth. And oh, I love the booth. Always. Every everyone year. else enjoyed it. And we'll wait till next year. Well, yep. thank you. Yeah, definitely. Well, awesome. Can't say thanks enough to our, our, our awesome guests. I mean, you guys were fantastic. Thank you. Again, thank you. Awesome. That wraps it up from SEMA uh, Show 2018. Hashtag SEMA <laughs> legs. That's, oh, that's yeah. the that was, yeah, we were hashtag hashtag our feet see, are You walk yes, around SEMA legs. legs. Yeah. We hashtag yeah. everything. Did you, ever yeah. guys, did you guys ever see the uh, people of SEMA? Hashtag people of SEMA. Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah. we yeah. know the guy that started it. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Is he sitting at this table? Yeah, he's... No. He's, he's part of our group, though. We have, yeah. 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 We have oh, yeah. a one degree of separation there. Yeah. So we're, it's yeah. been a little light this year. Can you yeah. know, like to accept more of the pictures? Uh, people of SEMA 2018. Look at that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. one of the original people who yeah. started the right. first one. Yeah. There's kind of a split. Okay. People of SEMA 2018 is better. 2018 is a little more fun. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to better. go and check that yeah. out. I enjoy that every night. I go and look at that. It just <laughs> oh. makes me laugh. Yeah. We're in the booth all day. We miss it. Right, right. Right, right. Look, at, look, look at, at that one. Look at the one they're talking yeah. about. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna yeah. go check yeah. that out. Yeah, because I mean, even like car shows at Columbus and all the good guys events. I mean, that's always crazy what people wear out. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like yeah, you are going to a car show and not right. an adult establishment. Yeah, right. <laughs> I feel like people <laughs> passed out on the side sleeping yeah. after oh, they know. It's crazy. We were, um, oh gosh, we were talking last night. We were recording, and it was funny because we were trying to figure out how to describe the sound of the opening of the doors every day at the SEMA show. And it's just like this cacophony of like flip flops and nylon bags, you know. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And the the weird zing noise of a rascal scooter. <laughs> yeah. He called well, it the hot rod version of Black Friday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's a good one. That is hot rod a good Black one. Friday. Hot yeah. rod Black Friday so today. Funny. Yep. That is a good one. Wait for somebody to be trampled to get into the PPG booth. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've had that before. We've had people coming in and tripping over things. That's why we try to not put a lot of stuff in the middle anymore because people were just like tripping over yeah. things. Yeah. And then uh, two, we have to be careful that they get too close to the cars and they want to open the doors. Yeah. Don't yeah. touch the cars. Yeah. Don't oh touch yeah. The that's that's a that's a crazy There's one your theme too. for next year. Barefoot on Legos. Barefoot if you paint Legos. a bunch of Legos. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> like how they did the salt around like the customs back in the day. Exactly. Just busted Legos. Oh all the Legos so painted with your colors. All oh, this would be awesome. It's not awesome. supposed to be painful. It's supposed to be fun. Uh, 
But think about the people who keep away from the cars. You're yeah. going to like give her this? a nightmare. She's going to go yeah. screaming in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I... So here's what you, the, we'll let you in on the next year's theme. It's going to be enclosed razor wire. Oh. Yeah, oh. Just and you got a commando yeah. crawl yeah, to get you in you it. Just look through the chain link fence yeah. and stick your cell phone in there. Yeah. The funnest prisons. You have to look into it like a little kid. This would be awesome. Yeah, everybody gets tattooed with a crappy doorbell tattooing machine. prison. <laughs> Free prison tattoo. <laughs> It'd be amazing. All the outfits would be great. Yeah. 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 Orange. You got orange yeah. jumper for orange the whole jumpers. week. You have to make a shank out of a paint stick. <laughs> you know. Exactly. That would be amazing. See how simple this is? Oh, it just writes itself. <laughs> All right. It we writes got, itself. We got three themes. I think we had a church. Church. A prison. What was the other one? There was a third oh, one. The le- barefoot Legos? Yeah, yeah. Barefoot Legos. Well, see? And look, wow. free in a matter of no time at all. And and I also feel this, like that liability is starting to come back in, though. It might be fired, but at least we'll go out big. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. <laughs> all this is making that first idea sound so much better. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> this is what I've learned in meetings. Oh, that's amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. SEMA 2018, is, uh, I think, has been, been pretty great for us. Yeah. Oh. It, uh you know, we have really haven't had too much uh, craziness this this year in our booth. So, you know, nobody plowed in the side of Dustin's trucks with the with the rascals. So that's, no, that's we a just good have yeah. someone trying to open up the the car door. Yeah, it's a little freaky there. Yeah, somebody grabbing the door handle at the Riddler, and that was that was always pretty good. That's yeah. why we got whistles was to just blow it in their face. <laughs> well done. Yeah. So. I think it's because we allow them to get so close. Yeah, yeah. We allow them to get so close right. and something. They just get so excited. I don't think they mentally mean to do it other than they're like, hey, yeah. I go touch it. Most people don't realize what's involved. In yeah. Something. yeah. They don't I know that there's you know, 30,000 hours in this yeah. build. They just go, yeah. oh, what a cool car. But right. It can't yeah. look cute. Touching a paint a, this, job this could is something leave a micro a, scratch. Yeah. You know, they yeah, this just is something don't know that should that. be in a museum. This is not yeah, right. something that actually should yeah. be yeah. in here, but, no. it, but it is. So it, it's like no other place are you going to get that close to a Riddler car. No. Yeah. I mean, where you can walk up to a Riddler car. Normally, normally they are cordoned off. Yeah. yeah. And yeah for a reason. Whenever you tell somebody that that car is a couple million dollars sitting yes. there and not, yes. you know, 50 grand. Right. You know, I think that it gets them a little bit yeah. kind of touchy lists, I guess, for lack of term. You know, but they don't want to be responsible. Like, oh, I don't want to be responsible for this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Well, maybe the best way to teach them. Here's another theme. Feel free to use it. <laughs> a bunch of Ming vases, right? And have them all painted using these paints, right? And what you do is just set up like a figure eight track and give everybody a rascal, and you call it like Rascal in a China Shop. Oh, <laughs> I like this one. This is gonna be great. Yeah. This is gonna be great. And we're gonna get double the space for that one. <laughs> <laughs> gonna, yeah, we're gonna push Toyota down a little bit right? yeah. for that. Yeah. So. Ask them to borrow their I'll throw you my resume on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing really well here. Oh, well, that's we go, awesome. The ideas are getting better. Oh, he's, he's like, we have a brand new shredder at work. Bring, send it on over. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. We just emptied the burn barrel. Bring it over. <laughs> well, thank you again, well, guys. Oh, yes, very, very, very much. Yep, no great. problem. It's great. Definitely. Thanks for thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's wonderful. Too. Awesome. Well, great. So that that uh, that wraps, wraps it up. That's a wrap. Guess we need an outro. Yeah. Um, bye. Do you want me to sing no. Johnny Cash? Yeah. Would you? I fell into oh. a burning ring of fire. That's all Perfect. Oh, That's the outro oh, right yeah. there. That That's is it. it. Suitable Thank for framing. Yeah. <laughs> Look up uh, Dad Bod Ring of Fire 2018. <laughs> 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 or don't. Yeah, we're going. Thanks again for listening. And be sure to keep up with us gearheads over on our website at www.round6pod.com. And if you'd like to, we invite you to follow along with us over on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to check out all of our latest videos on youtube.com.